1: Welcome back to Sen Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn, Darwin. Boys, it's a big week in the Darwin sporting community with the supercars in town, and we have Aaron Noonan on the line who is a commentator for the Darwin Triple Crown. Aaron, are you here this morning?
0: Oh, g'day, good morning. Great to talk to you. It's, uh, yeah, big week in the territory. Top End, supercars, indigenous round, new look cars, New look Championship this year, and the 25th anniversary. So it it all bodes together pretty well for what should be a good weekend.
1: So straight off the bat, tell us a little bit about Indigenous Round. So you're talking to three people who have very little idea about motorsport, unfortunately this morning, but when we speak of Indigenous Round, we think of uh, the rugby league teams and the AFL teams and they run out in their special jumpers and all that sort of stuff. What are the cars doing?
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of a change. Uh, obviously, yeah, with, with the footy codes, it's uh, you know, jumpers are, uh, you've got to create a, a fair few of them for all of your, your players. You need some spares, don't mm. you? But for a supercar, um, what they've actually done, and, and they did this last year, it was the first year last year for the Indigenous round. It's the second uh, year that they've done it in a row. Uh, they've actually changed the cars. It's in the rules. You, you can't just do a little bit of art on it. They've done. Some of these teams have gone absolutely to town um, with artists from uh, a lot from the top end, some from other parts of Australia. Um, who've come up with some amazing artwork to, to modify the looks of the cars. Obviously, they've all got different sponsors, different colours, and they've been able to integrate some of this First Nations artwork together um, to, to make all, all 26 cars that will be on the grid this weekend look completely different to how they looked the last time that the supercars raced, which was a few weeks ago, uh, down in Tassie. So um, it's a really unique one-off weekend, and I think a lot of the teams last year loved the indigenous livery so much that they kept them on the cars for the next round in townsville because it's a big process they rewrap these cars in huge stickers across all the panels um it's a pretty big process so for all the effort and the work that the teams have gone to and the artists have gone to they like to find a way to, to keep it flying for a little bit longer and run it for the, the following rounds of the supercars championship so it's a great way for obviously motorsport doesn't have the same Uh, indigenous involvement that the footy codes Mm. do there's some work going on behind the scenes and in various programs there's a great program actually based up in queensland called racing together that's brought together a a range of indigenous youth who are uh, building and preparing and racing uh cars little hyundai excels uh some, some racing up there and getting them involved in the motorsport industry so um not quite the same as the footy codes from the involvement and the history but certainly a, an acknowledgement of, of where the sport wants to go in the future which is which is great and look the top end is the perfect place to, to have this round for supercars and it's a really important round for the championship because this year's the 25th anniversary of the first time that the v8 supercars went to darwin which was back in, in 1998 and that made the championship fully national going every state every territory bar the act it's just way too cold there to go car racing to have most sports really um and it's been an important integral part of the supercars ever since
1: just a quick one on some of those indigenous designs where did you source those designs from uh have the artists come from up in the northern territory or are they ones that are associated with the teams and the drivers where where have the designs been submitted from
0: Yeah, well, the the teams have have connected in a lot of areas and there's about 12 different teams in the Supercars Championship that um, make up the 26 cars that will be racing this weekend. So some teams run two cars, some run three, some run four. There's one team that's only got the one car for themselves. So quite often it's been the artists that they connected with last year. They've they've kept them involved for this year and and, and worked again. But uh, there are some artists from the top end. Um, Some of the teams have um, various sponsors who have partnerships with various um, connections to Indigenous artists. So uh, in a lot of the cases, it's been the teams that have gone and actually done the, the, the work in terms of finding the artists. And, and quite a few, are, as you said, yeah, they're, they're in the top end, which makes it even more special and connected, given that the round is going to be uh, in Darwin this weekend as well.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Robbie Ho here. It's uh, very good work uh, getting in the um, greater, the larger community as well. Just for the average Joe that doesn't watch uh, supercars, can you just tell us from Friday to Sunday how that how it's uh, broken down and what happens?
0: Yeah, well, it's a, it's a triple crown round as it's been called in Darwin for, for many years, Rob. So uh, it's Friday um, today, cars on track. Obviously, there's a bunch of support categories as well that fill the gaps between the supercars, but it's all about supercars. You know, they're the the main game show. Uh, they're on track today for a couple of practice sessions, so they get a chance to have a look at the track. It's been 12 months since the last round up there, so it gets their eye in. And of course, this year too, we should point out, in supercars, for many years, pretty much as long as we can remember, it was Ford versus Holden. But now Holden's mm. gone, unfortunately. So, it, for General Motors fans who were Holden fans, there's at least now Chevrolet Camaro for them to cheer for, To to go up against Ford. So the cars are all new this year, so the drivers and teams are still learning how to get the best out of them. So that's going to be good for this weekend because it's hard to pick a winner, which is always good, never good when it's highly predictable. Uh, But this weekend, um, we'll see on Saturday the top 10 shootout where the 10 fastest qualifiers will run against the clock on their own to determine the top 10 spots on the grid for the race on Saturday afternoon. And then on Sunday, they'll do two qualifying sessions to set the grid for two more races. So three races across the weekend, 300 championship points available, 100 for the winner in each of the three races. And if a driver can clean sweep the weekend, win all three races, they win the Triple Crown, which is one of the hardest uh, awards in supercars to win. It started in 2006. It took until 2019 for Scott McLaughlin, who's now in America racing IndyCars, to win it. It's one of the hardest things. So, well, I think it'd be really interesting to see if one driver can win all three races this weekend. That's going to be pretty tough.
1: And is also, is there any difference between um, obviously the heat up here with the tyres um, compared to for the lads when they're driving down south?
0: Oh yeah, big time, <laughs> big time. I mean, the last round was in Tassie a couple of weeks ago, and, and the weather was I don't know if it wasn't wet, but it wasn't very warm. So, yeah, tyres are a big effect, but the other element, the, the driver because uh, these cars are pretty tight and confined in their roll cages and the doors, and they seal them up to try to make them go down the straights as fast as possible aerodynamically. So, um, obviously, that affects the cooling. And there was a bit of a controversy earlier in the year um, in Newcastle, the first round of the championship there, where the Red Bull cars, Shane Van Gisbergen, Brock Feeney, two of the top drivers in the sport, their cars were excluded from finishing first and second because they didn't have their dry ice box, which feeds their driver cooling system in the right spot, according to the rule book. So there was a big drama about all of that. I think they've all got their cool boxes in the right spot for this weekend. But if you're in Darwin and you're at the back of the um, the pits this weekend and you can't see any race drivers, look for a rubbish bin filled with icy water. There'll probably be a supercar driver sitting in one because they tend to want to cool off after they've been in the car for a race of you know 40 50 minutes uh if the ambient temperatures you know in the 30s the temperature inside the car is is comfortably in the 40s or the 50s and of course they're wearing you know those multi-layer fireproof race suits balaclavas helmets um it, it's a pretty toasty workplace environment to, to have so uh, they're always looking for a cool drink and a, and a suit down at the end of it, that's for sure yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, also, uh, Brody Kostecki is leading. Um, who's your tip for the triple crown this weekend? Yeah, he's
0: hard to go past. Yeah, he's hard to go mm. past, mate. Brody's been—he's um, uh, he, a guy in his third year in the championship. He, he's from Western Australia originally. He spent some time racing in in America when he was a little bit younger. I mean, he's still young. He's—he's—he's he's, he's not a uh, an ancient bloke by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, he's yep. uh, only twenty-five. So. Um, His team, the Erebus team, have really started the year really well. Um, So he's the obvious guy to go for. But I think the interesting thing is we've had 12 races in the championship so far this year across four rounds. And um, (laughs) interestingly, the leader of the championship going into each of those races, there's not one race in that race. So no one's been the championship leader and winning to do it. So uh, he might be the guy that bucks the trend this weekend. He's leading by 87 points over his teammate Will Brown from Toowoomba uh, in Queensland. Chaz Mostert's third. He's the best of the Fords. He had a win up in Darwin uh, last year. And then Shane Van Gisbergen, last year's champion is fourth and Brock Feeney's fifth. So the Camaros have been the dominant cars so far this year. The Ford fans desperately want the Mustang drivers to run well this weekend. Uh, we'll see that big, long straight at Hidden Valley. Uh, it goes forever. It's like 1.1 kilometres. You could eat your lunch while you're going down there. It uh, will sort out the uh, the fast cars from the not-so-fast cars, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, Aaron, uh, Raph Clark here, mate. My, my question is, um, I've seen that it's uh, the first time there's been a lot of, like any mentioned as well, a lot of young drivers um, that are winning the championship or leading. Is that, is that good for the sport to bring in new supporters and, and the younger generation to really get behind uh, these young fellas? Like you just mentioned, um, Gibbsberg, Gips, and there's only 25 like guys like that. Is that. Is that awesome for
0: the sport? Oh, Raph, I reckon it is, mate. I mean, there's always a... It's like, you know really well in AFL, there's always that changing of the guard, isn't there? There's, yeah, You definitely. know, those, those veteran legend players who, you know, have been around forever and then, you know, everyone has an end, like you can't play forever. Um, and it's a bit the same way in supercars. I mean, you know, Jamie Winkup, seven-time champion, decided a couple of years ago to pull the pin. Um, I guess the other thing with, with supercars they can come back because they're co-drivers for the, the, the races at Bathurst later in the year. So it's kind of like a halfway retirement for some of these guys. But yeah, I mean, you look at the list of drivers this weekend, plenty of them, uh, Brody Kostecki's 25, Will Brown's 25, they're first and second the points. Brock Feeney's 20. I feel old when I look at you know drivers who are at 20 he's now. He's barely got his um, licence. <laughs> yeah, I know. exactly right. Exactly <laughs> he's, right. he's still. <laughs> he's got a young-looking face, too. They might need to check his racing licence this weekend. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, plenty of drivers in their 20s, Raph, who are making, um, making ground. And, and the bigger teams are giving them the opportunity. That's the really big element here. So I think what those Erebus team drivers have done, Kostecki and Brown this year, I reckon there's a few team owners who are probably looking at their drivers who are and look let's not be ageist here it doesn't matter how old you are as long as you drive fast but i reckon they're probably thinking well where do we find our you know Brody kostecki or our will brown in their 20s moving forward to you know energize for the future and a bit like 42 you know you see some clubs who regenerate with youth and all of a sudden it's that exuberance and new thinking and um, and, and youth that really just drive together and, and drive an outcome that might not have happened if you'd stuck with the, you know, the same old, same old. So, yeah, it's good for the sport, and, and, and new faces and new names are always good because you have to build the new heroes of you know, the next generation, for sure.
1: Awesome, Aaron. Thank you very much for giving up your time this morning. Uh, it's normally a hot weekend for some reason. My memories as a child going to the V8 supercars is always very hot up in Darwin, but we walked into the studio today with a jumper on, so you might be blessed with some pretty good weather this weekend. So good luck with it all, Aaron.
0: Pleasure, guys. Of course, uh, supercars on Sunday on SEN. Uh, around Australia and New Zealand, including in the top end, James Moffat's calling the action with me uh, to be races on Sunday. It's going to be great. Good to chat with you guys. Have a great morning, and uh, for everyone heading to Hidden Valley Raceway this weekend, enjoy
1: the action. Thank awesome, you, mate. Love it. So, of course, as Aaron said, SEN Supercars live coverage on Sunday from 11.30am Darwin time. SEN Top End covering the Darwin Triple Crown. Aaron will be commentating, of course. Robbie, Raf, who's your tip in the Supercars? Let's put it out there. I'm going to go with Kosteki. Going to go on a limb. Yeah, I'll back Aaron in and go with Vance Gibbon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go with him as well. <laughs> go with yeah. the professional, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why not? That's it. Why not? I've learnt a few names then. Good staff. <laughs> yep. I'm going to be a big supporter now. Yeah. That was a good chat. Plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter.